Again, it's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. That's us. Tuesday night. At 8 o'clock-ish. 8 o'clock-ish. We were on time today. Sometimes Tuesday, sometimes 8 o'clock. From a secret location in Compton, California. Pig Studio Disease. You can get here. Just follow the fucking potholes. You'll find us. You'll fall into the potholes. Follow the vultures. Them shits are fucking crazy, Compton. Hey, dude, stop worrying about the street vendors and the street takeovers. Fix your fucking potholes, yeah. bro. Let's make them better One for thing these at cars. a time. Let's make these streets better for these cars. Uh, I don't think no one's ever focused on the street vendors in Compton. It's everywhere else that they're fucking with. No, they're, they're starting now. I saw some shit on Instagram. And, uh, I guess some uh, person that's on the committee here or whatever, uh, what do you call it, the... Um, a group of people that you that you fucking vote for. Sure, city council. City council. Thank you, Johnny. You Thank no you. words. Uh, yeah, city no. council. Uh, <laughs> he, the guy was in Mexico making fun of a street vendor, got caught, and then he's talking about getting rid of all the street vendors here. And yet his buddy, he got him a license to street vend once a month in Compton. And then, so people are going over there protesting and stuff like that. It was crazy. Oh, dude. shit. I haven't yeah. even heard all about that. Hey, you live here, bro. I know. What the fuck? I'm so worried about the fucking potholes every day, man. We are coming to you live from Pig's Heart <laughs> Studios. We have electrolytes, too. Orale. Orale, electrolytes. <laughs> Not sponsored by Sweat Awakies. I just really like this shit. Pero si están escuchando, número uno en este estudio. Oh, yeah. Bienvenidos. Electrolytes. We're going to put that on your, on your fighting trunks. Electrolytes. Hey, man, if fucking Sweto Equis ever gets a whole... Fuck, hell yeah. Let's get sponsored. Let's get some electrolytes. Orale. I will talk about a fucking dope-ass sponsor. We this is awesome. Got. This is a good... This is... This let's is a give dope. this a thing Man, right there was a round of applause for yeah. it before. Uh, we got we to gotta thank uh, Rob and Oscar from My Grito for, for getting this one, man. And it's something we love to do here. It, it consists of drinking. It's Firme Mezcal. Go to firmemezcal.com. As you can see, the botella right there, it's mezcal. Um, we will be opening it in a little bit uh, and trying some out. We will have the owner and creator, whatever, you know, the whole concept. Because there's rules. There's, like, things yeah. that you have to be Etiquette. Doing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, I mean, you know, we want to do it correctly. So when they come in here, they're going to teach us exactly yeah. what it is, how it is, where it came from. We know it comes from Oaxaca. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the website says. Uh, right there. Located in Santiago, Matlan, Oaxaca, Mexico. And uh, that's a pretty hot spot right now, man. You know, Oaxaca's really, a lot of things are coming out of there. The uh, food. The, yeah, the food. And this mezcal is, is, is uh, you know, amazing. A lot of our uh, um, podcast family has been already sharing it on their podcasts, as well as, uh, you know, drinking it up and everything. I am taking some antibiotics, so This is like, partake. I'm actually, I'm yeah. Well, when aren't you taking antibiotics? <laughs> I, I feel like you always have, like, something's always happening to you where you can't fucking drink, like, whatever your fucking ailments are for the way. day that they're coming in. You gotta have to take a shot. Hey, bro, I, I was supposed to go to house issues on Saturday. 
Oh, what the I fuck? went. I went to a baby shower, bro. The baby shower last all night. Hey, dude, people were getting drug out of the baby shower. <laughs> uh, multiple people, not like one, two, like five people drug out. They were fucked up, and it just. I, that's a Mexican baby shower, though, bro. If someone sure. ain't getting drug out, they ain't in a fucking party. My sister just had a ba- another baby yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. 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 I'm an uncle again for, like, the fucking, what is it, nine times, I think? Professional uncle. <laughs> well, that, hey, that's a that's a time when you break out the Fidemi Mescal. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. toast send her it a up. bottle, Johnny. Hell yeah, we're going to have to send her a bottle for sure. And if you want your bottle, you're going to have to go to FidemiMescal.com and check out where they have so, it. So, this is what I was going to say. I am actually excited for, to, for them to come in and put us up on knowledge because when i was just i was speaking of oaxaca i was at a oaxacan restaurant in austin it's like a mezcal bar and i was so long i want i don't look like an asshole and like i don't like i don't know how to do you know what i mean i don't know how to do any of it i don't know which one to order i don't know how any of it works what goes so i'm johnny how you're an asshole you're just you just don't know well i'm just and i'm excited to have to have knowledge bestowed on me and not Mm -hmm. have to not know when you Ask go next a time. Server in a, in a restaurant. It always feels good when you can roll in there and be like, "Yeah, I'll take this feed, man." Oh man, blah, you know blah, what blah. I mean, fucking. And you know where it's from. Yeah, make sure you have the right glass and do yeah. the things right. You know, I I know how to do this. Make sure you do it right. You yeah. Know? I yeah. I just learned more information about mescals. Didn't know anything about them, and they're special cups with with crosses on them. So I feel. Like, veladoras. Yeah, that's what they're called, veladoras? Yeah. Vel- vel- did they take these from church? Are these the church candles? What the know. hell's going on here, bro? <laughs> Cause, cause Hold now, on. I did, I did learn one thing as well. You're supposed to sip it. It's not, yeah, it's it's, not a shooter. No, it's not a shooter. It's a sipper. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This isn't the fucking shot with the little piccolo peak at the end lighting up. No, no. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? No. Oh, I thought we were going to no tear whistle. this shit up gonna like fucking like Miami. I mean, I might as well. Might as well. Wait. Oh, 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 oh. We're going to try this? I mean, I thought we were going to wait. If the only rules are we have to just put it in this glass, Cup, then... Let's sip it. Yeah. Let's sip it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do that, okay, let's do that shit. Not only because it's a brand new sponsor, but, hey, to Johnny's sister, right, congratulations. Exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you know the what I'm saying? Show. You know what? Fuck antibiotics. Do we know who the dad is? <laughs> yes, it's her husband. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> that is... Jimmy C. Woo! I oh, yeah, got there. That hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy C. What's uh, up? A, a friend of mine, a friend of ours uh, from K Rock is where we met. A long time. A long time ago. I um, instantly became friends with Jimmy now. I think we're going to be best uh, friends moving forward. When I walked into this room and I saw all the cables, I fell in love. <laughs> it, it wasn't until I saw you walking with your R2D2 yeah. uh, Merce, if you will. And then when you transform into your Chewbacca uh, <laughs> hoodie robe, I knew that we were instantly best friends. I got to tell you, so I'm in the middle of a of, of a divorce right now, and I'm leaning into oh. my, I'm leaning into my geeky side real hard. Okay, this, this is how I'm surviving. Okay, so you yeah. don't normally look like this. Oh, only in the bedroom. Oh, to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to babies and divorce. Yeah, and the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Salud, salud, gentlemen. To yeah. feed me mezcal and feed to my grito. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, can you add ice to this? Can you have this on the rocks? Is it supposed to be chilled? Is These it are real? not the questions for us. These oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I don't oh. drink uh, mezcals. Yo, that is real good. Smoke. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That is That has a nice smoke to it. Wow. Sometimes oh, you yeah. drink a mezcal and, and it's like drinking geometry. It's just, it's all sharp and it tangles and it goes down oh, real hard. Oh, man. This is nice. Uh, you know what, though? It was not geometry. What is it? Like drinking geometry. 
Oh shit! They actually do have. Uh, let's check out this oh, video really quick from uh, Firme Mezcal. Working man. Oh, wow. shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm enjoying this. This isn't crazy. It does have a really crazy, smoky, like, taste mm. to this. Like, I... I yeah, it's, it's it, almost like your brisket, bro. <laughs> smoky. Woo! The brisket yeah, of there's alcohol. A, there's a character profile. Taste notes. Go down right here. And, uh, and there's multiple bottles, too, that you can get at... Uh, notes of caramel, vanilla, and pineapple. I so this is the one that we're having right now, right? Yes. Yeah. So this one's been aged nine years. And here's another thing, too, man. They got some dope gear. I saw some of the hats, the shirts. Your merch game's got to be on point, man. Like, I went in there and I it's saw super what important. I, it's, it's important. Yeah. When, um, we'll talk about wrestling. Um, I read an interview today with Kurt Angle where Ooh. he was talking about that he was paid wrestling wise. He made more money than Stone Cold Steve Austin. But Steve Austin dominated him in merch. Merch. Oh, that, that, like, just you know, heard that interview. The yeah. branding. You know? Fucking. Even when I was talking talking to Elvis when we were in Austin, and he was saying that bands like fuck going platinum with records. Let's go platinum with merch. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, that, like that's a, yeah. that's a way better. So I appreciate I appreciate someone who's got a tight merch game. You know, like, hey, and don't forget the three XL, bro. Don't forget the three XL. Don't forget the three XL. Scout, we need a three XL for Mister Steve right yeah. here. Now, do you get upset when the three XL costs more? Than the XL, no. or, or 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 do you do you like the do you this understand that because it's more more material? Uh, you know how much more material is it? It fuck you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because because the women have less material and they cost even more. Sure, mm. it's all bullshit. And it, is it, the difference between a la- a small and an extra large? Yeah, is there more material from a small to an extra large than there is an extra large to a three X? You know what I mean? When all those costs exactly the same. Yeah, it's just your excuse to put a couple more bucks on it. Yeah. But you know what? Fuck Fat it. guy tax. If Fuck it, you, fat guy tax. If it's, if it's dope and it's my size, I'm picking up You'll two. You'll do it. Two. Oh, yeah, two. One for me and one for later. I like to buy t-shirts in two sizes. So, you know, I got to have a fat size and, like, a not fat size. So, I, you know, so I can keep rocking them all Depending the time. on, like, where, where, where the swing is at. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have that as well where I have the goal size. Yeah. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I stuff you just can't full, get rid of. I got a closet yeah. full of those. Yeah. I have a closet full of, like, XLs yeah. and 2Xs right now. <laughs> yeah. oh, come right, on. Get rock. to those. Get, and, and I'll try one on once in a while. And it's, it's almost there. But yeah, I don't want to fuck it up. Sure. No. I, don't want, sure. I want to wear it when it's not fucking now. boom. Like, not yeah. now. Not yeah. now. Yeah. So when you can tell that it's a 2X, not like, oh, you barely fit into that 2X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You squeeze like it. all of my yeah. shirts. They're all extra fucking tight. But it's only because I lost so much weight, I'm not going back up. So fuck yeah. it. We're going to wear this shit until I pop like a fucking sausage patty or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Patties don't pop. You had it with sausage. Man. Okay, sorry. You had it. I, I mean, wanted to go more details. You know, more details. A sausage link? A sausage link would explode. Oh, okay. Sausage yeah, you're right. Okay. Sausage sausage I meant a sausage nice. link then. Oh, Thank sausage you. Sausage patty is the preferred way to get a sausage. Like, I like a sausage. Like, yeah. from a diner? Oh, oh dude. I like a sausage There's patty. There's this place on my pad, bro, in Cyprus called Kimmy's. 
and it, they have the best sausage patty, mm. two eggs, and then your, your, you know, country, hash brown, whatever, yeah. stuffed potatoes. But their sausage is so seasoned so well, wow. man. And it has that nice crust on top. Kimmy's. I'm, <laughs> I'm a corned beef hash guy. Yeah. Like, they have I, I fuck with corned beef hash. But see, that, the sausage patty is so good at Kimmy's, I haven't fucked with anything else. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to, like, look, you're going to go in there, it's your breakfast, it's your first meal, you're, like, into it, and then, like, okay, I look at other shit, and I'm thinking, like, but well, what if this isn't as good? Now yeah, I yeah. fucked up my sure, day. Sure, I yeah, fucked yeah, up my yeah, whole yeah, deal. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. When I had the good thing on deck. Yeah. Already. And I fucking tried to uh, just take a chance and be cool. Yeah. yeah. How do you get your eggs? Over easy. Over easy. Yeah. I, I sunny side up, once in a blue moon, but over yeah. easy. I like them over easy. I go poached. I, poached? I, 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 get, oh, I get the bitch poached? egg. Oh. <laughs> what is poached? What does that even mean? <laughs> it's like hard boiled, but it's like that shape, but it's real runny and, and like gooey. So they put it, so Fucking they get, gross. it's like a, it's like no, a little no. bowl of jays. It, it's hot water and they spin it and yeah. then they drop it in there. So it comes out. Yeah. yeah like. Almost like an over easy, but not fried. What is happening yeah. right now? That's yeah. interesting. I think I want to try that because I, I, I do like a, a runny egg. I love it in my ramen. You love a poached egg. Uh, yeah. I mean, does yeah. it have any weird flavoring or seasoning? It's just the way it's made. It's just the way it's made. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. What are you animals talking about right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, I love steamed egg from the like the. the oh, yeah, yeah. You would like a poached Ooh. egg then. Steamed eggs are dope. What? Yeah. From, a, so from a Korean fucking, barbecue? Yeah, yeah bro. This, a steamed that, egg? Oh. No, I've never had it. Bro, it's a whole different fucking yep. thing. It's so fluffy and amazing. Yeah, I I, 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 I bypass the rice and ask for a steamed egg, and yeah. I throw them a meat in there. Oh, that's so good. And then I ask for another steamed egg, and throw yeah. all the meat. That, that's why it's my... like your own like little Harry Potter like cauldron of <laughs> yeah. fucking magic. Bro, so they they bring it to you in this fucking cast iron fucking plate. You <laughs> yeah. leave the lid on. It is yeah. cooking while it's there in it, the fucking uh, bowl. Yeah. So you looking you lift it up, all the smoke comes out, all the steam, uh, and it's being cooked. And then what are you left with? Like with an egg, fluffy egg, fluffy, fluffy like a, egg. like fluffy a cloud. Imagine like you're eating a cloud, but tastes like an egg. So I mean, good. I like meat and eggs mixed together. Dude, sure. you would love like it. You would love eggs it. Mixed together. The only thing is, you have to be careful because if you put, if you try to go for it right away, hold. Oh no, yeah, you're oh. gonna burn yourself because it's cooking. Sure. Well, while it's steaming, yeah. it's steamy. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. Oh. It's a fucking. It's a Korean molajete. Yeah, is what it <laughs> is. But that for shit sure. is fucking for sure. lava hot. Fuck. Hey, what's up to uh, Leo? D'Antoni, he says, what's up, Jimmy C? We miss you, brother. Oh. Leo. We've had oh, Leo on the Leo. show. He's a scientist. Leo. He put fucking wings. We had Leo. What's up? He put fly wings on an armadillo. <laughs> he did. That, you know? Hey, Leo, are you still in uh, Eagle Rock, dude? Yeah. How's your yeah. mom? How's the shop? Leo, you can call in at 909-475-7449. I haven't seen Leo in uh, fucking... 15 years, man. That means you haven't watched the show because we've had him on oh, twice. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you, we, haven't, we haven't had him on enough because no. this dude is like... He's a sweetheart. Fuck, man. Drops, he's something yeah, else. Drops yeah, he's knowledge a good dude. every time he comes yeah. in here. I, I'm, more, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared of the world after I'm done talking and getting yeah. some real knowledge. Like, oh, shit, yeah. we're fucked. We has, are. He's got shit figured out. Yeah. He's got shit figured out. Yeah. yeah, man, for sure. Leo, come back to the show like every week, man. Come on. He's way too calm. <laughs> yeah, to dude. Know, to have like the doomsday shit that he has. He's like, oh, it's cool, man. Yeah. We're just like at the end. It's not no big deal. Fuck <laughs> it. I mean, there, there's nothing you can do. So it is what it is. Like, yeah. Hmm. So you might as well just enjoy your freedom in Miscon. 
Yeah, Might as well. I'm I'm enjoying this as yeah. I'm enjoying the presence of Jimmy C. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about like how you guys kind of knew each other from the K Rocks and and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But what are you into now? Like what? what, 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 what? Well, we can't we can't just overgo overlook the K Rocks. We can dip into yeah, it. We got man. time. Remember the story I was telling you guys about people having to lick the concrete or the asphalt oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to win yeah, tickets yeah. to win this is a gentleman that would do that to people <laughs> oh shit you're he, a fucking asshole he went and ordered um what was it the uh hot sauce the but, hot like, sauce but that shit wasn't hot sauce no man it was uh it was a capsaicin extract yo so wait oh what i can't tell like i can't tell stuff. you how sad i am that like we didn't do hot ones before Hot Ones did Hot Ones. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Right, because sure. we were doing that shit years ago. So we would get this. I got this hot sauce, and it was like one drop would, would flavor 15 pounds of meat. And so this was back in the day when, like, radio had money coming in. This was before internet advertising, like, killed radio. Yeah. So we had all this money coming in. We had access to artists. We were putting on fucking dope shows. Like, the shows are not the same anymore, right? No. We had, there was an identity to the radio station. There was fun. And like, we were allowed to do like fun things. And there was, there was value in pushing the brand and building the station as a lifestyle. They're, they're, they're really, it, that doesn't, that doesn't equate to like revenue anymore. Back then it was part of it because there was all this money coming. So we had to do this cool stuff. So we got, so we did the show at fucking USC. I don't remember who, but I think it was like yellow card players with the violin band played. And so I had this hot sauce. And so I would line people up and we always had like free tickets or something. And I would line people up and everybody had to do one drop of the hot sauce. And then if they hung in there, then they got to do two drops and one drop would flavor 15 pounds of meat. Right. Fuck. And so we're, we're doing it over it at USC and I'm going like down the row and it's like bang, bang, bang. And there was, I would always, we would pick like the jock and then the hot chick with the tits and like, if there was a midget, like he was in, it was like, oh yeah, you're in too. You're gonna look good. On <laughs> Automatic, stage. yeah. So we would do all these like Gonzo giveaways, man, and it was it was so fun. And that was like the last. It was really like the last run at like terrestrial radio, having that sort of like Van Wilder sort of vibe to it. But we used to do all sorts of stuff. Man. People were puking, bro. Puking. Uh, you know, he'd make people chug milk. Yeah. Um, it was just like you said. You, you can get away with shit, man. You used to get away with I mean, shit. we used to go to the market and buy fucking 12 packs, be drinking. Like, I mean, yeah. I know you don't want, you know, it is what it is, man. We just had a fucking great time because as much as, like you said, it was the, it was the, uh, um, we were the station. Yeah. Right. So 100%. we, so we had to bring that vibe and that vibe was, we're like, we're, fuck you. We're K-Rock, bro. Yeah. And, and we used to come in, fucking drink, party, just have the fucking Best time. It's, that, that's the. It's crazy. That's the exact same. That was basically what we were instructed to do at the tattoo shop, where it was mm-hmm. like, you guys are the brand. Like, you need to be out every yeah. night. You need to be together in bars, yeah. getting making trouble, fuck, getting loud, and yep. to you know to and always have cards yeah. on you and fuck because you guys are it. And it's like, yep. you, and you guys were for sure doing the same thing. Yeah, because yeah. you want people to be like, who the fuck are those guys? Yeah. Those are K-Rock guys. We want yeah. to be down with them. How do we get a shirt? How do I get a sticker yep. to put on my fucking car? Yep. And Johnny would make, I mean, Jimmy would make sure that you fucking did something for that, that sticker. Oh, yeah. It was wild. Dude. Yeah. So, so it was 2000, uh, winter of 2006, so Big Bear used to buy advertising from the radio, from K-Rock every year for Bear Mountain. 
and they would they as a value add to the to the contract they would send a crew up there and we would set up speakers and fuck around and talk to people and everything and so this was 2006 we got tickets to coachella that year and daft punk was that was a fucking daft punk coachella year and so we brought coachella tickets up to k-rock and so we teased it the whole uh, the whole day. We just teased it on the speech. Yeah, we're going to give away tickets to Coachella. And people are like, what, what, what? And they're all hanging. I don't know if you remember. They're all hanging out on like that that outdoor patio. Mm-hmm. And we got to the very, very, very end. And it was packed. And I got, I, I got on the mic and I was like, all right, you guys ready to get Coachella tickets? And like, yeah. I was like, all right. Whoever comes down that hill first naked gets Coachella tickets. And then the people are looking at each other. And I just start screaming. I'm like, go, go, go. Boom, people flooded the lift. And G Dubs was there. And so I tell G Dubs, I'm like, hey, get this song ready to go because people are gonna come down naked. And then we sat there and we waited like 45 minutes. <laughs> Nobody's coming down. Nobody's coming down. All of a sudden, we look up and we see like this little teeny tiny dot. And I'm like, oh my God, is somebody there? Somebody there? And we see somebody and G Dubs hits play and he's playing Carmina Barana. Na, 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 na. And it's a girl. And she is fucking naked and she has tits and hair by herself coming down. And everybody that's still on the patio is like, we start going bananas. Everybody's like, what? Oh my God. Oh my God. And then right behind her, fucking like a hundred people all naked. No <laughs> idea. What? All coming down behind her and everybody is racing down. The- and we were big guys. I didn't snowboard, but people like people in our crew would go up and they would like get tickets and they would go snowboard. Yeah. Like the big guys wouldn't fucking do it. Like, no. I'm not getting on fucking snowboard. Lose my fucking ankle. They all come down fucking naked. And the reps were there for Big Bear. And the reps disappeared. And I got a call from Smiley that night. He's like, bro, what, bro, what are you doing, man? What's going on? <laughs> Why'd you do it without what me? What are you doing? And he's like, and we had a gig the next night. And he's like, pack up, bro. You're coming home. <laughs> we made it back. and he And he was like, he was like, yo, he goes, don't ever do that again. But that was, he goes, that, he goes, they're really mad, but that was fucking dope. <laughs> and so that was the vibe is like, yeah, just nobody gets hurt, but just blow it up and like make some memories. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And it was always the first thing they always taught us was never ask for permission, only ask for forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah. That's where I learned that from. Yeah. 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 And, and, you and, have and, a sign in the shop that said that too. Yeah. Better and, to ask for forgiveness than ask for, yeah. because, because you wouldn't get in trouble. I mean, they'd pretend yeah. to bullshit, you know? Yeah. I used to be like, oh, you. And then behind the scenes, she's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because yeah. that's what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. no one else had the balls to do some crazy shit like that. We had a good time, man. We had a, we had a real good time. Do you watch Yellowstone? Yeah. The original. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did that where they were playing cowboy poker. And then, and then the boss comes out and he's like, get the fuck out of here. What are you guys doing? Then he asks, he goes, who won? You know? Yeah, like, no, no, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, hey, boy, you got to act mad. But like, yeah. Yeah. I want you guys doing yeah. that shit. You know? Yeah, because that, yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's something to that. Um, when you're willing to take a risk and everyone that's in your crew, your circle, whatever, and they're willing to take it with you. That means something, bro. It does. You know what I mean? It really yeah. does. And I think we lose that nowadays because people are like, oh, no, what if this? What if that? Fuck what if this? What fun if that, bro? First, fun first, safety maybe. That's, yeah. that's how. Yeah. You know? And it ain't like people are doing crazy shit nowadays. But still, you know what I mean? You still want those people that are down. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, I did not like these woke ears at all. This no. was like, this shit was so nerfed. It, it's it, Specifically, like in Los Angeles, the culture is like rebounding right now. And we're starting to revolt against all this bullshit. And right. we're like, yeah, we're kind of done with this. Can you imagine yeah. if you guys were able to make, like, content clips and stuff? Like, 
TikTok or Instagram. Oh, but, dude. If there was that <laughs> kind of, you know what I mean? Like some kind of social media where you guys are making viral clips. There's or thousands of things. There's yeah. so well, many for you things. too, even yeah. at the shop. Yeah. yeah, but there's so many things that it could have been like, oh, like a, like the hundred percent hot sauce or doing any of the naked people. Like all of these things yeah. are viral clips. Hundred you know? percent, like, or know, just us hanging out or going to places and fucking doing stupid shit. Dude, I gotta tell you, so like people will come up to me, like I, I'll just be walking down the street and someone would come up and be like, "Yo, are that are you that fucking dude from Kit?" Like I still run into people. Oh yeah, and I'll be like, and they'll tell me this story. And they'll be like, this was my experience. Here's how you were involved. I don't remember a no, lot of stuff, man. And I'm standing there and I'm like, yo, like, I believe you. Like, that sounds like something that would have happened. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't remember that at well, all. That's like... So I wish I had the clips just to like. Sure, absolutely. Just to verify my fucking shitty memory. Or you your know? lawyer's really smart and told you to <laughs> deny. Oh, that's I like, don't know. No the, evidence. In the Mortal Kombat movie, like, the chick goes to Bison and she's like, you know, Chun-Li goes to Bison and she's like, you know, you're fat, you your army came to my village and you fucking killed my people. I've been thinking about this shit. Fucking blah, blah, blah. Do you remember? And he was like, the day M. Bison came to your village was the greatest day of your life. You know? And he was like, to me, it was Tuesday. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the same thing. Like you hear people's cra- the craziest stories. I was like, I don't like, you're directly involved with the story that they tell. Yeah. Like the go, no, oh, you want to hear a story? Yeah. And they tell you, you are intimately involved with that story. And it's like, man, I don't remember that shit yeah. at all. Like, we got to a- do some wild stuff. What what's at the what's at the top of your list when you think back to like radio station greatest hits? Where you're like, fuck, that really happened. What what jumps out? You know what, bro? I, fuck, dude. I couldn't even say, man. I, I still to this day don't even. I think I don't even comprehend what I've done in my life. You know what I'm saying? The access. Uh, dude, a kid yeah. from a kid from Buena yeah. Park, California, bro, Orange County, Latino, growing up overweight. Um mm-hmm. I knew it was never it's it's never been an issue for me. <laughs> you know, it's never been an issue for me, the yeah. weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and 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 I knew back then that I would be on K Rock because I told my boy Chito. I'm going to be on K-Rock for and he fucking was like, fuck yeah. We said, no, I wouldn't. But when I got on there, he called and blah, blah, blah. It, to this day, bro, I, I still doesn't, it still doesn't. Register. Bro, because yeah. It, it, it's, uh, yeah. it's like telling someone, and we've said this many times here, bro. It's like someone telling you that they lived their dream. Yeah. I lived my dream. Mm-hmm. I lived my dream to be on the world fa- fucking famous mm-hmm. K-Rock, the number one show. Thanks to Lightning. Thanks to my boy Brad. Thanks to Rad One. Thanks to fucking my boy Chuck. Thanks to fucking... No thanks to Chuck. Yeah, no thanks to Chuck. <laughs> thanks to fucking Kevin and Bean, bro, yeah. for believing yeah. in, in this guy and Kevin Weatherly. And, and they gave me the opportunity and I went in there and I fucking did it. did the whole enchilada. Then I got to do fucking... Um, I got to do Love Lines, bro. Yeah. I did one of the last episodes, that's you know right. what I'm saying, with fucking Dr. Drew. And mm-hmm. as a radio guy, that's the fucking pinnacle. Dude, that's like... You're fucking... 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I hit two home runs in LA, bro. And then <laughs> yeah. and then I go and do Michelada Rumble, and my boy Brad gives me the opportunity by believing in in, in, a, in, a, in something that I wanted to put together, and we're still rocking it. Then I just bought a home, bro, with that. And then... Because of that, I got to be on uh, KFI, which was my father's, mm. may he rest in peace, favorite oh, radio station. Shit. So I was interviewed on KFI, and I was mm. like, fuck. I wish my dad would have been I here know. to heal me, hear me on his station, bro. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So, for, me, for me to do that with my dad, I would have to do traffic on KNX. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would listen to that all, all the time, yeah. you know? So, I mean, like, honestly, bro... 
uh, for me, it's the people that I've met and that I still have contact with, like Johnny, like yourself, yeah. Mario, I met through there. All the people that are still in my life that I met through there. Um, of course, the shows, bro. But when when you're there and you're working at K Rock, you're really not enjoying the show like your friends enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I probably have way more yeah. stories Fuck of yeah. here's yeah. something awesome that happened, here's something awesome that happened because I yeah. wasn't fucking working. But it was also the stuff that we got to enjoy outside when we went to go see Ice Cube with Big Boy's Hell crew yeah. and, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, the other shit that comes yeah. because of the association. Yeah. Access. The access, the access that comes with it. Yep. Uh, I was in a circle at one of the acoustic Christmases and it was um, Dave Grohl um uh what's his name from um fuck uh oh that guy Ron Jeremy No it was <laughs> it, it George was George Bush No it was Dave Grohl <laughs> it was some of the guys from No Doubt and it was um um Adrian no, Tony an actor uh Charlie Sheen No Robert De Niro oh, Denzel Washington Nah a little bit lower <laughs> He was in Swingers John Favreau, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Oh. I remember I remember Vince Vaughn was kind of like he was, he was like hanging around K-Rock for a I, minute. Yeah. yeah he was doing that. cool he was doing cool LA shit. He He's was. been doing cool LA shit for that's why what fucking <laughs> swingers was was Because yeah. remember Johnny that and you do you know this too, mm-hmm. but when we had it at the uh Universal Acoustic uh, Christmas, yeah. there was backstage. Uh, there was and then there was back back backstage. backstage. Yeah. And backstage, you had Guns N' Roses, Billy Idol. Uh, yeah. All these actors were back there. Yeah. And they had their own bar and their own spot, free food. And so, like, yeah, some of these bands would walk through the backstage, but the back backstage. backstage. But a lot shit. of people yeah. were cool as fuck about being in the regular backstage. You know, it wasn't oh, yeah, like, yeah. It was, just like, oh, it was cool people still walking like, through. Oh, shit. Just like, yeah. I remember I'd been, like, for the, this one, Tito Ortiz was, like, the man. And I've been shit talking this fool so much. And he was backstage at Acoustic Christmas. And someone I was remember like, that. And someone was like, he was wearing a fucking a pea coat. And someone was like, hey, there's fucking, there's fucking Tito, Tito, big man. You know, where's your fucking mouth? I was like, fuck this fall walker. So I was like, here I go. And I walked out. I go, yeah, it's good to meet you, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, dude. Nice to meet you, fucking big fan. Did you get man. a like, picture? No. Uh, this is before there's like, you know, there's no cameras. We didn't have cameras. Disposables? Phones. Right. I mean, yeah. We just, but. I, have a, I have a six-year-old daughter. Uh, she's going to be seven in a couple of weeks. And so we just got Universal Studio passes, and we've been going to Mario World, mm-hmm. which if you haven't been, that shit is fucking amazing. Yeah. Right? Dude, it's giving. It's gonna give Disney a run for their money. No shit. Oh, it's, just, it's so two rides, right? The eight. No. So there's there's challenges. So what you have to do is you have to complete three out of four challenges and get the coins so you can go to the final level, right? And in these challenges, you can fail. And I was I'm seeing them send kids to the back of the line crying. Oh. So it has these like has these like video game stakes where you can like actually like fail Win the level, and lose. right? Get it to the back and g- go soon before it gets fucking tagged up. It's still beautiful, like the paint is still nice and everything. But so I take my I take my daughter on Saturday and we do the tram ride, and she's like, "Oh my god, there's a shark! Oh, look at it. like we're in the earthquake thing," and then we get ready to pull into like where the tram stops. And we're behind the Harry Potter ride. And I lean over and I was like, hey, so this used to be a theater. Yeah. And I start, <laughs> I start telling her about, I'm like, and we used to, I used to come here. And this is where I would walk in. And this was my favorite theater. Because Gibson, they so loved it. There it was, was never fucking amazing. be another Gibson theater. Yeah. And the great part about acoustic is Saturday was fucking 
party. Party. And then Sunday, everyone dolled up. Yeah. And it was like two yeah. different like nights, but yeah. everyone from Hollywood, yeah. everybody in the music industry. This was before Coachella. This was before all those big old fucking <sighs> yeah, yeah. big ass yeah. uh, concerts with yeah. multiple you know bands. This was the shit. And if you were there, that was dude, fuck. That was, yeah. And imagine, like you said again, if we had like you know Twitter or Instagram or right. that back then, right. fuck. Well, that's the thing. It wouldn't have been exclusive then. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? So that's like, it's special. You know, yeah. like it's special because there's some videos floating around, but like nobody's ever going to know about how Mike Ness took everybody's money backstage at Acoustic. I played, oh, played CeeLo back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing dice. In production on the... On and he the, took all of our fucking money playing Yeah, dice. on the red um, piano. Yeah, on the fucking piano in, in, in dressing room A. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he took my fucking money. Took and all the shenanigans money. that were happening. How about Fletcher getting on the tram and driving it? <laughs> and they're chasing him and he's in the hands of... He's in the arms or the hand, I would say, of King Kong hiding. Because they're, they're looking for him. Or him ripping the guitars off of the... VIP yeah. bar. Yeah. yeah. And just, I remember. You can't have that fool nowhere, man. Dude, I remember being in an elevator and he tells POD, like, POD's in POD. there. Three <laughs> members of POD are in there. And he's in there by himself. And then me and another, uh, another uh, K Rock employee. And he's all, fuck POD. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> because to me, again, like, POD, I, I don't know. I don't know the guys. I don't know if they're crazy or not. You know, yeah. are they down? Are they down yeah. the throw? Three on one, maybe they feel lucky. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, this elevator's small. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> we're, we're about, about to all be in a fight oh, right now. fuck. <laughs> but no one moved. Those, those guys didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Just looking straight ahead. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he already has that fame, though, bro. You yeah, know? He's ready to go. He's the kind of guy that I'll tell that story and he'll be like, all right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Fuck POG. I, I probably I'm said to, fuck a lot of people. I'm ready to fight those fools right now. Yeah, <laughs> where are they at? Are they here? Is this your life, Fletcher? <laughs> you know what? So you know what I learned from my homie Rensky one is that when you can recognize that you're living out through the good old days, you get to like enjoy them a little sure. bit more. When you're like, yo, you know? this is it right now. This is it. Like this. Uh, so you guys do this every every week, right? Mm -hmm. For me, this is going to be a good old day. So you know, so I'm gonna catalog it differently. Sure. Because I lose fucking memories. Like I'm like I'm, I'm losing cycles. I'm getting fucking oh, and we've done a lot of like everybody's like we've done a lot of fucking living, man. Yeah. Yeah. We've done a lot of fucking fun, cool stuff. So you know? so so your so your tree, the outer bark starts falling off, but it creates the other rings. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? 100%. But this is an opportunity for me to live some stuff and you as well yeah. to recreate and the memory. Uh, you know what I mean? Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you're I right. I was just telling these comics the other day, like, cause especially open mic level comedians, there's a whole lot of people that are fucking complaining, just bitching about, and, and a lot of it sucks. Like, there's no doubt, fucking grinding, fucking sucks. But these are the good old days. Yeah, these like are the these are the days. times that you will look back on and be like, oh, remember when we were when we were all hanging out? Remember when we were all doing the stuff before people either drop yeah. out or get successful, yeah. and you don't see each other anymore? It's like, no. These are these are the days that you've been complaining. 100%. It's like if you're not enjoying it right now, you're never gonna enjoy it because this is it right yeah. here. Yeah. You know what I gotta say to that man? A little toast to the good old days. <laughs> I'm bro. already done, man. To those yeah, to those yeah, memories. Up. Uh, What's up? Hey, there's some more right here. Pretty yeah, Mescal for the good old days, guys. There's a little bit left. Will you hand me that bottle? We might finish that bottle on the first day. Here we go. <laughs> That's how we you do guys it. Have a good time. But you know what? I mean, like to me, like you said, like I, I live it through some of the guests that come mm -hmm. in. Like, oh, I used to listen to you, bro, and mm -hmm. this and that. And then I was also on, on LA Live mm -hmm. as a VJ there for a while. 
And you just start thinking back to your life and like, fuck, I fucking had some fucking yeah. amazing ass times. And I've met some amazing ass people, bro. And and I just now I'm starting to I'll, I'll be in my house and I'll be like getting ready to go to bed and I'll lay there and I'll just start thinking about like oh shit, like fuck, that was fucking amazing. And I just want everybody. It's possible, man. Just fucking believe in yourself, bro. And you'll have the you'll have the opportunity to to live your dream, dude. Unless also on Steve's catalog, unless you suck at it, <laughs> then don't do it. Go for it. But if you suck, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't don't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. If I said, "Oh, my dream is to be a basketball player," yeah, nah, dog. Yeah, well, good luck. <laughs> good luck. You also have to have. You also have to know what you're gifted in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And those things will come. Yeah. I, you were talking earlier about how now you work for all these comedians yeah. and you have them out with all this yeah. stuff. So you've now you've still kept within the same entertainment, mm-hmm. not the same, and radio is different, of course, but it's rock and roll. Now yeah. you're doing comedians. And, yeah. and so now you've got an opportunity to still continue to do something fun and call it work. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And it's weird. Like the, so the comedy space right now, we were, we were talking about this earlier in Los Angeles. It's it's really really interesting right now because we've had all of these a-list comedians in los angeles that were just passing through because they wanted to be in show business whether it was joe rogan or tom segura or theo vaughn or you name it any you know anybody at that level they they left during COVID. They were like, ah, we, we're not from LA. And Bob Saget died. Bob, <laughs> so sad. Murder. So, um, so there's this vacuum now at the top of the comedy world where all of these A-list comedians that were like selling out like Tuesday nights at the fucking comedy store are gone, and I'm starting to see native Los Angeles comedians getting sucked up, right? And so like George Perez is one of them, right? Felipe is one of them. Like, they're getting sucked up into this, like, A-list status where they're going to be the ones that are start going to start building the draw in Los Angeles and the ones that are going to be selling out, like, Tuesday night. So it's the next three to four years, I think, in L.A. for a comedy. It's going to be fucking fantastic to see the comedians that come up because L.A. isn't just a Latino community. We're going to get, like, Korean comics. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to get, like... Guatemalan comics. We're going to get people that have ethnically specific stories to talk about and points of view that we haven't fucking seen before. And I can't fucking wait until this happens. It's going to be so authentic and so real. And everybody that wasn't supposed to be here in the first place is already fucked up. Yeah, you got fucking harbor area tattooed comics. Like my boy right here, Johnny C. I want to see somebody from fucking Wilmington. You know what I mean? Like fucking come up. Well, Johnny, Johnny's gonna represent hard on that, (laughs) on that Harbor area. But no, yeah, it it, it is great to see that. Um, And you know what? Good to them. They they were successful. They've got to move on, and now it just opens it up, like you said. Well, there's always been. Like the next class or the next scene or the next, and there is like you fucking graduate. Like there's yeah. dudes, and it was like, and COVID like kind of came and like it just kind of lopped the top off yep. of, and like like the comedy store specifically, it was designed to be like college. That's what like it, this yeah. is. It's a workout place. It's where people go to get good, mm-hmm. and it turned into 
a headliner spot, mm-hmm. like a cool guy where to be a seen. fraternity. Right, and yeah. like yeah. instead of, and that's cool because they were there, you know, yeah. like like a lot, of people, a lot of those people that were doing that came in, came up through the system, and that's fine. But now for sure, like, you know, it's, you look through that lineup, yeah. now you look, like you say, like you look through the lineup on Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's a lot of like com- people that were put through the system in the comedy store, a lot of door guys, a lot of fucking people like where... <clears throat> like there's a couple like Bruce Gray is a fucking one of the dudes Willie Simon like there's dudes out there who came up through their system who are fucking murderers but yeah it is like the changing of the guard for sure <laughs> it and, it, and it happens everywhere man it happens in all all aspects of life man but um yeah so who have you worked with in the comedy uh realm man that you can speak of I've been super fortunate to work with a lot of people uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Joe Coy, uh, Felipe Esparza. I worked with Joe Rogan. I worked with Tom Segura. I worked with Bert Kreischer. Do uh, so I gotta say, like, I I got to tangentially, um, in a very limited capacity, work with Joey Diaz. Oh, and he he's somebody that I am sad is not in LA anymore because he was so fucking enjoyable to see live like he's back at home right now he's back in new jersey and so um i was at the comedy store one night and he pulls me aside he goes jimmy his um long story short um his wife worked i ended up working for the hollywood bowl and so he would get hollywood bowl tickets all the time he goes jimmy i'm gonna go see black sabbath at the hollywood bowl he's like do you want to go i was like i was like fuck yeah i want to go this sounds amazing he goes we're all gonna do acid, and I was like, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked, and and I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he was like, "Okay," kind of like I'm done with you, you know. And I was like, "Oh!" And so we ended up going to the Hollywood Bowl and doing acid and having a good time. Hell and, yeah! And I heard about it, I but I wasn't there, and I didn't get another phone call after that. Yeah, <laughs> he's somebody. Yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm. His autobiography just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm listening to it on Audible. I got the audio book, too. I haven't it's started so it. good. I haven't started dude. it yet. Oh, my God. It's so good. He's, he's somebody that I'm genuinely sad of, like, not here anymore. But, like, look, we still have, like, Sam Tripoli. We still have um, – uh, who's the, who's the uh, jiu-jitsu guy? Joe Rogan's jiu-jitsu Anyways. Um, Eddie we, Bravo. Eddie Bravo. Yeah, thank you. So we still have Eddie Bravo, who's, Wait, who's Eddie decent. Bravo, I was going to say, is he good? Or is he just, just crazy because he – he has all those conspiracies and shit, you know? I do listen to him a lot. You got to catch him on the right night. Like, if he's if he's working out, it can be rough. But if he's, like, if he's dialing in a set, he's, like, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, like, I don't want to say stand-up comedy, stand-up comedy's, like, not hard. But there's a lot of people that do it, you know? There's a lot of people that, like, Well, there's a real barrier you know? to entry. Like, there's, That's th- Like, it. you yeah, can just... Yeah, 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 yeah. And, there's, and just, even at the, at the open mic level, there's a million... You can just walk up. There's crazy homeless people that sign up for mics mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, if, like, if you were a basketball player, you couldn't just be like, yeah, I'm, my friend's on the team. He's good. Like, you know, it's cool. Like, we'll just put him on <laughs> yeah. here. But if you're a comic and you, you're a big enough name, you show up places and be like, yeah, my friend's on the show. Like, it's cool. He's good. And it doesn't matter if he's good. Like, yeah. it's like And then you go I'll up there and like, you do what you yeah. do. And the dudes who get those opportunities get better way faster. You know, because like when you're up in front of, it's doing comedy in front of, it's not, 
easy. It is in a lot of ways. Do it in front of real people as opposed to like miking. Like get in front of like a real crowd is like also you're like, oh shit, I know how to do this because it feels like you're in front of open mic crowds. It feels like oh, I'm terrible. I don't know how to do any of this. And then you get in front of real people and they're like, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm fine. You know, it's people that want to laugh. So, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, because when you get people there, they want to laugh. They want to right. be there. They're hoping 100%. for your success. They're open to, like, they're Laughing. open to having that time. Yeah. yeah. I'm working with two comedians right now. Um, Tanya Estrada. She's phenomenal. Um, Pin Up. She's from La Puente. And she does the cooking, too, right? She does the cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, have yeah, her yeah. on the show one of these days, yeah. man. Yeah, she's, she's phenomenal. She's I, I, one of my best friends. And uh, there's this uh, veteran comic, Willie Barcena, that I'm working with right now, who has the most appearance, uh, the most appearances on The Tonight Show for a comedian. Um, he's super old school, and he's trying to figure out, like, how he's going to survive. Like, well, you got to stop doing knock-knock game. jokes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean the chocolate jokes? <laughs> But so so Willie Bresson, like fucking phenomenal veteran in the game who is figuring out how to be a comedian in 2023. And it's really interesting to see people tell the stories of their lives through comedy. And I, I really appreciate it. Specifically Latino comedians who need to be authentic. Like they have to tap into their authenticity. Otherwise the culture just fucking chucks them out the window. They're like, we don't want to deal with you. You know, like... Um, there's a reason why social distortion and Morrissey and the cure <laughs> like can come to Los Angeles and play fucking seven sold out shows to Pesh Mode. And it's because they tap into the authenticity of, of, of the Latino culture. Um, and it's very important. If you don't have that, then you're not going to survive like in that world. So the Felipe Esparza's, the Gabriel Iglesias's, the Tanya Estrada's, the, the Rensky ones, the, the, Willie Barcena's like they're all that's the name of the game. It's like how can you be authentic and tell an authentic story? I just went last night, I was telling you this earlier. I just went last night and I saw a um a preview of the Hot Cheetos movie. Sure. Eva Longoria, right? Like picked up the rights, she did it. She had um Yvette Chavez from uh Hentified mm-hmm. do the screenplay for it. Um and the I don't I man, I don't remember her name, but the um do you remember the girlfriend of the main guy in Hentified? No. She had the baby. Anyway, so she's in it. I, I don't remember her name, but phenomenal. I cried through the whole fucking movie. This movie is so fucking good. It comes out on Friday. People are going to talk about three things right now. They're going to talk about Hentified. They're going to talk about This Fool. Have you seen This Fool? Mm. Oh, you got to see This Fool. Yeah, with, I've, seen, uh, I've watched Chris, show, right? I watched most of that. Chris Estrada and... Um, Fucking Cholo Fit. Uh, His name is Frankie Quinones. Frankie Quinones. Thank you. It's from fucking Chatsworth. Frankie Quinones. And they're going to talk about the fucking Hot Cheeto movie. When when um, when referencing like authentic like Latino entertainment. Such a bummer that it's all a lie, but that's fine. <laughs> it's not a true story. Even though I said it's a true story. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. It, it's not. No. Yeah. It's not? Uh-uh. 
No, I don't think it is. Really? Wait, it came out that none of it's true. Yeah. Are you shitting me? I don't know. That's what I, I, I had heard that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That the story's not true? But the, the, jan- the guy was a janitor and yeah, all yeah. that stuff? No. No? That's true. Yeah. What? Yeah. You sure? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. For a minute yeah. there, when you were saying authenticity, I thought you were talking about feeding him a scout, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I got to take sip. Let me ask you this. Do you want to have him on your podcast? Who? The Cheeto guy? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. You going to get him on or what? I'm going to pinky promise you. Uh-oh. Get that let's, let's go with yes. Let's go and, with and yes. You, and your, and your, your homegirl that you're helping out as well. The comedian. Tanya? Yeah, we'd love to have her. Yes. She's fantastic. So she is doing all sorts of, like, multimedia online. She's fucking hella funny. She is hot. Um, and... She's so authentic. She has a tattoo from her shoulder to her elbow, and it's She-Ra. It's nice. the She-Ra armor. The princess of power. <gasps> the princess of power. That, that's like how 80s, you know what I mean? Like yeah. That's how like legit she is. <laughs> Love it. She's good people. I thought you were going to say she has a She-Ra, but in Cholo bar. <laughs> Hoop earrings. Yeah. Like, I thought you were going that route. She got Orko and Ben Davis. On the, other <laughs> <laughs> the gray ones. <laughs> yeah. Do you know is she, I finally emailed them and asked them about my fucking pants. They just, they're discontinued. What happened to your pants, fish. dude? Uh, ben Davis stopped making them during <laughs> during the pandemic, and then I had, like they've been slowly getting everything back in stock, but uh-huh. not that. And so I finally just emailed them because they changed the website, and the pants are still on the website, but there's just no sizes. So I finally oh, yeah. just emailed them and asked them, and they were like, "Sorry." So specific cut and color. Yes, cut and color. And they're discontinuing them in the regular original bands style too, like because right now you can still get them in the original bands, but they're they discontinued those. So the ones that they have are all they've got. How so many I, you, did how you buy them I all? Couple. I bought a couple. <laughs> all of them. Do you have a pair of gray? No, not even a backup. I mean, I could probably find you a bet. pair that I was going to get rid of because I would get I would wait until I had like a pile of them and just go donate them. And so, I mean, they're, there's probably one pair in there somewhere in there, you know, that, but I would wear them till they were fucked up. I'd like, I don't know. I mean, the, the, here's what I was thinking is taking the regular cut Ben Davis and then taking them to a tailor and asking them, like, can you cut them? Like, they can. Can you cut them like these ones? You they know? can. But then what? I'm $200 into a pair of fucking Ben Davis. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but you know if what they I fit, mean? Though, it's, it's hard it's, to find. It's, it's, yeah. You're paying for the experience of what it, how it makes you feel, Johnny. I understand. I'm just, look, trust me. I am, first it was my hats. The hats that I wear, <laughs> that company went out of business. The Golden Gate Hat Company, that company went out of business. And then now Ben Davis stopped making my pants. It's like they're taking you, everything I love and taking you, it away from me. You know what, Johnny? Not everything is forever, man. It's wow. not. And it's so weird to be old. and have Because like the Golden Gate Hat Company was like around since like 1908 or whatever. Like on the inside of the hat, it says like we've been around since fucking whenever. Wow. And I was around to see that shit go away. And now Ben Davis discontinued my pants. Does, it's uh, like a dark day. Does uh, Greenspan's have any? No. Or the hats? No? So what Greenspan's had, so what was happening... Was even before Golden Gate went out of business, uh, Greenspan stopped carrying them because they were too expensive. They were like the costs are going up. So Greenspan's has the Greenspan's brand of the style of the Golden Gate hat, but the brims aren't the same. And it's just it's I, they tried, but it's just not it's not there. The same. How about the Pachuco guy that makes hats? 
Maybe. I don't know. So I found a place in Burbank where you can custom make hats, like for sure, but it's going to cost yeah. however much it costs. It's I've, not going to be I have a message to all the children out there. This is what it sounds like when you don't live out your good old days. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my pants are gone. <laughs> the pants are gone. Remember, remember when you had those pants that just, that just fit you so I, nice? I and just they, wore, well, he, he, he also the, had the, the PF Flyers. Yeah, and then PF Flyers. But they Flyers came back. They came back. So mm. PF Flyers went out of business. Uh-huh. This is like such shady fucking corporate nonsense. So PF Flyers goes out of business. Um, either before or after that, New Balance acquired the brand, a fucking P- the PF Flyers brand. Took mm. the website down, took everything down. Everything was gone. I don't trust New Balance, but yeah, continue. The daughter of the CEO of New Balance oh, oh. bought the brand from New Balance, brought it back, and instead of forty dollars, they cost eighty five dollars. You know, and it's like you mother fuckers. You know, like God. Did you damn, pay it? Did you course. pay it? Yeah. If those Ben Davis pants came back and they were $150, yeah. I would fucking buy them. Yo, ben I, Davis, ben are Davis. you listening? <laughs> they, Johnny, you're already in the system. They already have your phone number and everything. Like, <laughs> we got they motherfuckers got, calling in now. It's working. Info, man, this please. is the focus group. I'll pay whatever whatever they want to charge for it. I'll pay it. Like, I will. Just let me have my fucking pants. Johnny sounds so like... I don't. I haven't been me. Like I haven't felt comfortable yeah. since I had my fucking pants. Like I, I like feel so out of sorts. You know who's never gonna let you down is Pro Club. No, Pro Club. <laughs> Pro Club is never gonna let you down. You know <laughs> they let me down. God damn. Why they didn't have triple X? I no, mean, this next roar. Like, oh. They did. You watch. You could wash them a hundred times. It don't matter. No, that shit. Yeah. Man, That's military level. That neck is stitching. The black, the black gets darker the more you wash it. <laughs> I just well, wish it came in different sizes other than just complete square. No, they do though. Yeah. They, they, they oh, have, now they do. Yeah, because Triple uh, A went out. They got Pro Club Elite. Wait, Triple A went out of business. Yeah. What? So now they have. So it's Gildan. The, the Gildan, Gildan bought all these yeah. companies out. No, the garbage uh, I think right. it's. Uh, Pro Club and Pro Club has now a sort of AAA style one, but a little longer, so they don't shrink up. And uh, then, and then the necks are nice, and then the 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 what's it called? The sleeves are good to go. So yeah. okay, okay, okay. Pro Club, Pro, Pro Club, Club. Yeah. Pro Club Plus. I, everything you just have to ask. Uh, you probably can't get them at the Swami, but if you go to like, you know. Those stores that have like all the shirts, like the ten for five or whatever. Yeah, machine. like the surplus store, but not really. <clears throat> yeah, you go there and they can order you different ones because they have, they have different styles. For those who live in nice cities, you probably don't have these, <laughs> but we have these little mini marts uh, that are filled of just random fucking bargain plus, is if you will, and you can find anything and every little thing. And you're gonna find these brands called Pro Club shirts that are they're phenomenal shirts. They are they're made for convicts who just get yeah. out. You can't afford yeah. a shirt. You're yep. gonna get a yeah. pack of ten for. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the fuck costs, and they and also make... last forever. <laughs> you can go cut fucking steel with these at at some point, dude. Uh, it's a four X shirt with a medium neck <laughs> and medium <laughs> arm sleeves. Make you look buff? No, it's like it just, twice as thick as it's a, a cock ring t shirt. <laughs> it, it is freaking long. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a hood shirt. It was it's, a, it's a hood shirt. It's a hood shirt. 100%. It's a hood shirt. <laughs> it's like one of those... There was, I was watching this interview with this gangster dude where he was saying when they were kids, 
they would go to parties outside their neighborhoods that weren't necessarily gangster parties, you know? It was like, and they would get, all of a sudden they'd put the word out and these other gangster dudes would show up and like, they'd fight all the time. And you're like, I didn't understand how they knew we were gangsters. It's like, fool, you're dressed like a cholo. cholo. Like, what do you mean? Like, you come you like, they immediately, but in their mind, that's just how you dress. So yeah. we didn't, yeah. it, they didn't think they looked out of place going to these parties. It's like, yeah. oh, there's some gangsters here. Let's call our gangster friends, have them beat their asses. They didn't have a knife on their belt. They were <laughs> like, that, that, that was the thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> They didn't have a pro clubs. Uh, he didn't come party in L.A. in the 90s. He didn't know. So what else he got going on? Jimmy? I miss the Florentine Gardens. Uh, how was <laughs> oh, Hey, that stuff's remember? coming back. It's coming back. All Is that it, shit's what? coming back. Tell well, me. not Florentine Gardens itself. Oh, fuck. But that era and those yeah, DJs. How was a lot the of that stuff's coming back. Well, how's it coming Good. back? There's uh, guys putting on shows. Yeah. yeah. Promoters. Mario uh, was just at the show this weekend. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I mean, fucking at the Plaza de la Raza, there was a uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. full house. Full fucking house. Out all the rooms were all ca- uh, packed out. Uh, Bad Boy Bill Headline and everyone else is out there doing their fucking thing. It was awesome. Everyone had a great fucking time. So there's a scene. Oh, yeah. There's a yeah. scene happening. Did you yeah. dance, Mario? I did not dance. Did you do did. drugs? Uh, I always do drugs. I'm on drugs now. Is there... Uh, <laughs> there's another one coming up. Yes. Yeah, so they just announced... Uh, it's my fucking... If, if you watch, uh, obviously, the TikToks and the Instagrams, you got these two dudes. I don't know what the fuck their names are, but two dudes that act Ren like Latino fucking... The, the Rebels. Concrete? Sure, they act like fucking concrete. Yeah, that's a good name. They're they're comedians. Oh, okay. They they do the really good spoofs on the '90s rebels. Uh, anyway, so they contract them for this uh, little skit, and they have DJ Irene with her birthday party yeah. and Florentine Garden reunion happening mm. on July 21st in the downtown LA at the beautiful Miami. historic Mind Theater. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Have, have you done one. events there? No, no. I do big events. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be contained with no. the ceiling. <laughs> no, uh, I do. I do day drinking events, like you know, out, outdoor day drinking style with the car show and stuff like that. They're a little different. They um, they need space to roam around. They yeah. can't be confined. So I do more like I do more of a festival style event. Yeah. I would love to do some clubs. Um, the Mayan's but, beautiful, man. Love the Mayan. Like so, so Lucia posts up in the Mayan and it's always such it's such a good event Lucia Volume oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah. this guy works on it hey yeah yeah. 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 yeah you produce it uh, yeah I, I help show run and run production for them so Tanya does Lucia Volume Tanya I was Strata. gonna say because I, I looked her up on Instagram it's the fucking the announcer lady oh, okay. yeah. She, yeah. she just she just did she, uh, she just did one she just did the last one oh, fun okay. fact she slept on my couch last night nice yeah. you smell the pillows later <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I think you're going to sleep diagonal. I think you're going to sleep tic tac toe. Yeah. So you're on the couch tonight. <laughs> get on the couch. Get on the, get on the couch, Tanya. <laughs> no, yeah, she, that's, that's, a, that's a beautiful spot, dude. And uh, Antonio Palau is doing some great shows. He does that, the Buya and uh, El Velorio. Oh, there you go. Velorio. Big shows, dude. Big shows. Packed houses. Um, he put some great um, artists together. Uh, my that. favorite, my favorite show I've seen at the Mayan. I saw Lincoln Park at the Mayan, dude. Oh no shit! Yeah, and it was it was. Uh... At the end, did it matter? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. The, yeah, so okay, so all right. So, so when we think about music, this is when you need to go see the fucking band you want to see. Sure. People are checking out. We just lost Tina Turner. Yeah, right. If you never saw Tina Turner, you're not going to right. 
And if there's a band that's coming out that you haven't fucking seen, go and see them. The problem is that the ticket prices are outrageous. Aerosmith, they say they're doing their last fucking tours right now, you know, and they're doing one night in all, they're doing one night only in like multiple cities. They're doing December in at the forum, right? Like, fuck. Um, Depeche Mode is on tour. If you've never seen Depeche Mode, go so, fucking see Depeche Mode. By, you know by what I mean? By the way, that this tour right now, fucking incredible. I already saw the first show. Bought my tickets for oh, the second round. Yeah, so good. Visually, so good. So good. And I and I catch them every single time they come in LA. But so good. You it's don't like, seem like a sad guy. Are you a sad? Oh, guy? No, he's oh. a sad guy. Oh, dude, he's a sad right guy. Now. This this is the most color I normally have. <laughs> Have you not seen my mortar, my my autograph Morrissey? So as soon as you said yeah. my Lord and Savior earlier, like okay, there we go. Extremely sad. I just went to go see Cure uh, at the uh, at the Hollywood Bowl uh, no, this past week. Like, that's he puts on sad boy shows. Yeah, like, I do. Yeah, all sad. extra sad boy. Yeah. So you would never go see like Sugar Ray? Uh, I like Sugar Ray, but I wouldn't. <laughs> but I wouldn't go pay to go see Sugar Ray. I did. I did pay because I got the tickets hella cheap because it was one of. I'm sure the show wasn't selling, but I went to go see uh, Blue October. What for twenty fuck? bucks, oh, wow! Uh, wow, the nineties fucking sad boy yeah. band and shit. Yeah. Uh, dude was really on drugs, lost his fucking family. Yeah. He sings about it. It's actually really good. By the way, amazing fucking performance. Blue October. I, I've it blew my mind and wow. made me into a fucking. I always like a lot of their shit. Like, dude, I'll go see this band for fucking twenty bucks. Yeah, no yeah. fucking hell yeah. yeah. And it was at the Belasco right next to the Mayan. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. went down there and like, oh shit, like this was a good show. And eventually people trickled in. I don't. It was not a sold out show, but. People came out and fucking and supported. So I just saw Vanilla Ice at the LA County ding, Fair. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yo, ding, 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 ding. Everybody was rocking that shit. That shit was it was so good. It was so he comes out and he goes. It was not. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. No, hold on. I'm gonna change your. I'm gonna change your mind right now. I, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn you into a fan. So he comes out and he goes. He did some song and it was fun and whatever and. All for Warren was on the show. Uh, there was a couple of like 90, 90s throwbacks. And he comes out and he goes, Do you guys remember the song? Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Yeah, and Ninja Turtles. Everybody said to a Ninja Turtles. And then he does a couple call and responses. And he goes, Ah, I knew you guys love this song. And he goes, DJ, kick that fucking beat. And he fucking jumps into the Ninja Turtles. The fucking Ninja Turtles come out. Shut and the they, fuck up. And he has like the legitimate costumes. And they're From all the- like, they're kicking and they're punching. He leans into it. Halfway through the song, he goes, where's my fucking drywallers at? I was like, he knows his lane. Yeah. You know what I mean? He knows his lane, and he, and he worked his lane, and it was, and it was authentic. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he wasn't like... He knows what he is. He yeah, knows what yeah. he is, yeah. and, that's, and, and there's a lot of respect in that. There is. For people that, is. like, lean into that. Oh, and yeah. it was okay. so fun. What about the new metal shit he's doing? Because this dude went fucking limping. I don't even know what the fuck, but he's doing an new, new metal right now with fucking with Vanilla Ice. I have an answer. So the, the extent of his new metal shit in this show was he was playing hip-hop with a DJ and a turntable. But, bro, he had a live drummer. Do you remember Weenie Roast? When Godsmack was the last band at the Weenie Roast, and then after Godsmack, it was going to be DJ AM and Travis Barker. Do you remember the mm-hmm. show at Weenie Roast? Oh, I was there. Okay. So Godsmack played, and everybody was like, fuck it, we're leaving, right? And everybody stood up, and they were ready to go, and they fucking went into Welcome to the Fucking DJ AM played Welcome to the 
and fucking Travis was started playing. Everybody stopped and was like, "There's something about hip hop with a live DJ. It doesn't get any better." Oh, yeah, I saw Lizzo. <laughs> I saw Lizzo in what? Las Vegas. Really? For free? Or you paid for that? Uh, it was it was 2019, right before like COVID fucking went down, and it was her and a DJ. And I was like, "This isn't good. Like, she needs a she needs a live drummer." There's something about hip hop with a live drummer that like satisfies, brings yeah. it to life. People are getting that Godsmack Sun tattoo. Oh, uh, we got a little bit of this uh, new metal. What are we watching? Right oh, here? Fuck. thank God. <laughs> we don't need to hear this. Oh, the uh, black boy with the yeah, yeah. We don't need to listen. That's more for uh, our buddy on the East Coast. <laughs> Life like a vandal. Right up the stage, I watch a chump like a candle. We just made uh, oh, D Rotten's night. I know. Shout out to D <laughs> all the way to the D's coast. Wah, 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 wah. All show. I want to do is pass my inspections. <laughs> <laughs> and is he, is he still flipping houses on top of that? Yeah, dude. Fuck he's like yeah. mad real estate in Florida. Mad real estate in Florida. So I started this new company, scanteware.com. There's this culture. There's this subculture of uh, uh, in the in the Los Angeles, specifically the Los Angeles Latino culture, the foo culture. Foo's not wild. It's like part memes. It's part authentic. It's it's part family. It's it's all about the comedy. And I'm like, you know what? There's a lot here to be explored and a lot here to be covered. And have you ever been sock checked? Yeah. <laughs> no, bro. I got sock checked. Ah! I got sock checked at the Michelada Rumble. Yeah, he did. Look at this guy. <laughs> Shh. Yeah, those are, those, are, those are for diabetes. Oh, they're like compression though. socks, eh? <laughs> you got a flight later, fool. Really type one. <laughs> I wear the hidden socks, bro. The little, the little no-shows, man. I don't I don't. I do can't, I can't show you how gangster I am, bro. Yeah? You might hurt you. <laughs> So there's this like so there's this this food culture that's like that's that's developing and I feel like it needs to be explored. I feel like it's special. It's generational. It's it's not a chocolate culture, right? You know, like like yeah, the cult, yeah. like chancla comedy. We're done with that. That there's no place for that anymore. It's too basic. You know, there's. The fucking the ñoño. There's, yeah, <laughs> there's that's we're done with that. Yeah, you know, like we've already like experienced that. So like, uh oh. Uh, so this Johnny's is the, the table. We're, we're about to go back months right now. Do you remember at the last fucking Lucha Vavum when what's the what the lady in the robe the fucking you know what I'm talking about? She has the chancla. Oh, uh, Paquita del Barrio. So wrestling the rest the. Uh, Pulls out the chancla, and the announcers are like, she's got a shoe. And it's like, you don't, <laughs> you guys don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, like, this is the biggest moment of the match. Like, yeah. she pulled out the fucking chancla. Like, this is, this is the, this is the, and they fucking were like, oh, she got a shoe. And I was like, I texted Mario right then. I was like, these fools, it's crazy that no one talked to the announcers before. And we're like, yo. This is gonna happen, and it's a chancla, and it's a big deal. Like, yeah, like yeah. that's her. That's her finishing move. Yeah. This is the fucking thing. <laughs> this is the finisher. And this fool's like, she's got a shoe. Yeah, and it's like you guys, 
because of the lack of culture and because of the lack of the yeah. knowledge of that, yeah. they had no idea yeah. what was happening or what this represented. You know, it's yeah. like this is supposed to be your mom or your aunt or your grandma. Yeah. Fucking grabbing a shoe and fucking hitting you with it, like yeah, grabbing yeah. the chocolate. You yeah. know. I mean, those who get beat by shoes would know that, like, oh shit, you're about to get beat by a fucking shoe. Well, I've never got beat by a shoe, but I know what a chocolate is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I know the significance of it. Yeah, yeah. You know Which what I'm saying. What'd you get beat with then? Uh, well, my dad was a concrete layer, so his hands were made of brick. Oh, oh so just the hands, Callous straight hands. fucking hands. That's a good but by but big but my wreck mom, it Ralph hands. But my mom was the was the one that laid down the laws at home. She was a stay home mom, and she had her belt. You know what I mean, or whatever. Okay, I didn't get in trouble that much, bro. You know, just a little bit here and there, but nothing too. But crazy. that being said, if you were the announcer on wrestling, I knew I would know. And the and uh. A lady in a house, uh, you know, her fucking. And second of all, I know who Paquita del Barrio is, yeah. bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know who she is as well. Yeah. And I think that's the one part that uh, I do love Lucha Vavu, man. I enjoy it. I just think that's the one part that is missing is that connection to really, to really connect. Even because the majority of people there. Or they used to be at least was was white people, you know. Yeah. I think it's a it's a mixture, but I think the people that are there that are white want to go to something and they want to experience it and they want to know what's happening. They yes, want to, they want they want to know the inside of. Yeah, that's why on. I'm there. I know this is lucha libre, and I know this is that, and I know that I know what's going on, and I see the characters, and I see the mask. I want I want in. That's why I'm here. And I was, but I was, so when that happened, I was furious. Yeah, because like, you know. Taxi Mario, like, these motherfuckers, why don't they know it's a fucking chunker? Like, I wanted Mario to get on the headset and fucking yell at these fools, like, yo, fucking tell the announcer. Yo, yeah, Drew, who was it? Drew? It was Drew and the other guy. Uh, Drew, Drew and Blaine. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to come out and experience it for yourself, you guys can on August 18th, yeah. uh, returning back to the Mayans, the what summer about show. What before that? What about in Julio? Or the Vegas show. There yeah. is the Vegas show. I was just talking about for the L.A. Mandalay. At the Mandalay Bay House of Blues, happening uh, July 28th, 29th. Let's go, Let's go guys. Dead, seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. The Seven. Uh, Taya Valkyrie, who yep. is now on AEW, will be uh, performing. Oh, as she always does. Ta- Tanya said we can all crash in her room. <laughs> <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as you sleep diagonal. <laughs> I, I already sleep on the floor, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm used to this shit. Yeah. A pillow. You, yo, you passed over. So, you like glossed over something like really important, and that this is the relationship with your mom, right? Mm-hmm. Your mom's still alive. No, both your parents are gone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, all right, then I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my question. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she lived that one time, bro. Yeah. She, yeah, you, know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you know what? As as we're kind of bringing that up, I did come across the video that I made for one of the Michelin Rumbles when she yeah. did pass, and they had the memorial. Uh-huh. I was uh, just like, "Fuck!" I remember how cool that was because yeah. we actually had. You know the clouds in the background, and we yeah. got to uh, honor her at, at obviously yeah. whatever rumble that was kind of coming yeah. up, and that shit was fucking just. Yeah. It looked great on that fucking screen. It was awesome, and, and we also had yeah. lost uh, the the creator and owner of uh, uh, oh, that's right. Camarones Cabrones. Yeah, what was uh, that? A Michela vendor that had started off with with one of the original Mich- uh, Michela rumbles, and he had come up, and, and he was really popular, really popular uh, vendor, mm-hmm. and he had lost his life as well. So we honored both of them. Uh, it was a while back. 2019, 
2019? I'm bad with years. I'm bad with math. That's close enough enough to to have memories. What do you miss about your mom the most? Jesus Christ. (laughs) The one thing I miss about my mom the most, bro. Yo, why don't you have some some firme mezcal? (laughs) We're like... like, Honor honor those that came before us. I will tell you what I miss most. And I I think this is what makes moms... And women different from any from from men or from yeah. whatever. Yeah, she's always the one that has your back, no matter what. Sure, your dad can tell you, "Shut the fuck, the fuck, go get a real job, yeah. go do this," and your mom will never stop cheering you on, stop yeah. believing yeah. you, stop loving yeah. you, stop even if she's you. wrong. She doesn't give a fuck doesn't because she sees fuck. your dream. Yep. and she sees yep. what you want. Yep, and she believes in that. Yep, yep, that's the one thing. Ooh. Fuel doesn't know right or wrong. Fuel is fuel. Ugh. <sighs> to all the fuel out there, oh, ladies. Man, to, the fuel. to the fuel. Any kind of fuel. And those, and that's the fuel that makes comedians. That's the fuel that makes actors. That's mm-hmm. the fuel that makes rock and, roll, rock and rollers. Passion. Because Tackling? those are, those are passion, yeah, passion. Uh, industries yeah. that you need that kind of fuel. To keep you going when you think yeah. it's rough, when you think it's hard, when you think it's over, they're the ones that keep fueling the dream. And thank you for fueling my dreams. You. What was her name? Alicia. 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 Yeah, that was my fuel, and she still is my fuel. She still is because she was there. She got to see. She got to see Michelin Rumble. She got to see K Rock. She went there on my last uh, day that I was on the air. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, fucking cool, dude. She got to see me on LA TV Live. Yeah, uh, everything I ever did. I what? won. We, I played softball. And we won two championships. She was there at every fucking game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Th- th- that's, those are the kind of things that they do. Yeah. I will say, like, being fr- uh, friends with Steve and kind of seeing all the shows, she attended everything. Yeah. yeah. She was at all the yeah. Rumble. She was working the shows. Yeah. She would carry <laughs> shit. She would stand she at passed. the merch. She was, like, she was part of it. It wasn't just, like, oh, I'm here for my mijo. Like, no, nah, she's there to, like, support and she put in, in fucking work. Yeah. Like, and, and she loved everyone, bro. She yeah, would man. A, a hug for everyone, dude. She had, always had a smile, and she still does. Like I said, you know, she she continues to be my fuel. And uh, yeah, I still talk to her. So why are you dating toxic women that don't support you like this? Shit, that is just another dream. See what happens when you start bringing out the mezcada, the real fucking on air questions. By the way, we're already over an hour. We're in hour thirteen. Just to let you know. You know what? It's funny because my friend told me the same thing. He said, "You know what? You, you." Uh, manifest what you what you think you want, yeah. and you know what? I've never, I've always said whatever comes comes, as opposed to asking for what I really want. Sure, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So I think what's happened to me is that people see the positivity, people see the good energy, so they attract to me. Whether they're 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 the moth and the light, regardless, they're going to come. But I've never asked for what I want. I've never manifested for what I really want. And I think that's what's been missing from my, from what, what, you know, from, from my relationship. Do you so, know what you want? I think I know what I want sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you get to a, to a certain age, you're like, do I still want kids? And in the Latin community, there's motherfuckers that are old as fuck having kids still. 100%. And, oh, yeah. And, and 100%. people still tell you, yeah. like, oh, well, when are you going to have a kid? I'm like, oh, a kid? <laughs> like a kid at this age? I, I'm too used to just yeah. 
And I'm too selfish. Wait, you know? who, who just had a kid in fucking Al Pacino. Hollywood? Al Pacino. Yeah, dude. No, he was like 160. Robert, Robert De Niro. No, Al Pacino. Oh. Robert De Niro. I think it was Al Pacino. Robert De Niro. Well, just one had of them old fucks. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, Al Pacino just knocked up his shit. He's 82. At he's fucking point, 28. It's, it's 20. the same guy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we understand the spirit of the conversation. Yeah. They're old. Yeah, Al Pacino. 82. This fool thought, and she's 29. This fool had a DNA test because he didn't think he could fucking do it. Fool's like, that don't go away, man. You yeah, it's still there. By the way, the conversation afterwards, like, okay, it's yours. Like, hi, just, yeah, just, just want to make sure. Like this fucking bitch. You think I can fucking? You think I can get you fucking pregnant? I'm fucking oh. 82 years old. I can't get you fucking pregnant. I want a fucking DNA test. Fuck you, cheating bitch. And fuck my. And then he gets DNA. He's like, baby, I love you. Like, you know, like, I got <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, man. It's like I'm just fucking. I got things on my chest. I need to get off sometimes. I don't know about but, that. But, but you know what, dude? Honestly, <laughs> she has to understand too. He's he's hella old so she he's you know yeah you gotta make sure he probably didn't yeah. have the energy to yell at her like that oh he hell like, no he was just like oh man yeah. i can't believe he's off you know what i gotta just gotta check yo i, I, I can't believe if you get that old and you don't have a vasectomy like what do you do it you you got money you got money you either got yeah. money or you're stupid you're sure because <laughs> i'm gonna go get it i'm getting a vasectomy right now and it's like on yeah. air here next yeah? tuesday yeah yeah just tune in <laughs> because i feel like I'm walking around with this loaded gun, 100%, and there's bro. no reason for it. Like, there's no reason for me to be walking around with this. I got mine three weeks ago. Wow. Oh, hey, cheers. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Another, another we'll we'll one. And I'm almost at for your vasectomy celebration. I'm, I'm almost at the, at the 40 ejaculations to be, <laughs> to be done. So here's the move. So I asked every dude I know that got a vasectomy, and they all fall on, like, one side of the fence. Those that did not get knocked out, that were just like in some sort of like fucking twilight thing, overwhelmingly, the feedback was is that they had like a really bad recovery. And they were like, oh, I'm sensitive. Oh, my fucking huevos are fucking, yeah, 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 right? And the thing is, the, the common thread is that they all felt like somebody was pulling on their plumbing, right? And, and so in going into the healing process, they're like, fuck, somebody was yanking on my fucking tubes, right? I got knocked out. I fucking went to bed. I woke up and I was talking to a Filipino nurse about what are we going to do this summer? Are we going to go to Hawaii? <laughs> are we going to Hawaii or what? Because I, I'm not having kids anymore, right? And so get knocked out. This is my advice. Get Find somebody that's going to knock you out because you're, you're not going to have this fucking thing in your head around your recovery. Sure, seeing it happen, you understand, like, I'm hurt. P- fucking I just have to recover f- from this. Yeah, you know? pulling, yeah. Your fucking, pulling on your fucking nut tubes? No, man. Yeah. Get knocked out. I've talked to probably 50 people. Everybody that had a great recovery more or less said, like, I got knocked out. So are you snipped? No. I'm Mexican, bro. Even if you got snipped, what the fuck? It's, it's, it's <laughs> fucking, you rub up against me, we're getting pregnant. Just that look. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, I haven't, bro. No, why? What for? What for? I'm all about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, you're going to hand out cards after the show. <laughs> That's where have, I got it done. He's going to have some fucking passionate meetings afterwards about it. So the new spokesperson <laughs> ding, ding, for vasectomies. Ferme mezcal and vasectomies. Hell yeah. <laughs> Combination. Yeah. Drink Combination. now, smile later. That's right. All right, gentlemen, it's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. 
Thank you very much, Jimmy, for coming yes, through. We will you, definitely yes, have you back. This is fun. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to have you we'll back, have you man. Back I don't think we're... I'm empty. I don't want to cheers. Yeah. Cheers me. I got you. Yeah. I got you. You're going to just cheers your soda can. No, that's... Well, this is empty, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you're not supposed to do it And once again, feedermemiscala.com. Check it out. It's great. We've been drinking it throughout the show. Hey, Rob, hey, uh, Oscar, we might need a new bottle next week. Uh, already. <laughs> already, bro. You know what I'm saying? Woo. Thank you to those guys. And we're going to have the owner in here uh, teach us how to drink this correctly. I think we did a pretty good job today. I mean, I hope we it's did good. what we could do. Yeah. You know I put I mean? it in my yeah. mouth and I held it there for a little bit. Yeah. 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 I just, 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 just to find the it. notes. I sipped it out of this little to glass right here. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a follow at uh, Feed Me Mescal on Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next week. Probably at 8 o'clock. Goodbye. On Monday or Wednesday. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Thank you. The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up.